welcome back to another episode of BNS Awesome Podcast. I'm Scott. And I'm Bob. So, Bob, this week we uh, watched a couple movies, played some games. That's what he said, but we <laughs> haven't been in the same room since the podcast. <laughs> and, it's uh, all a sham! We also watched some TV shows. So, I think we're going to start off with talking about our TV show we watched, then our movie, then maybe a little bit of game discussion at the end. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so uh, let's start off by talking about American Dad. Episode one. Episode number one. So, what were your thoughts on the episode in general? Wow, that's some bad animation. It was so terrible. (laughs) The thing that got me was Steve starts out as such a badass, and it's like they figured out halfway through that episode that he was going to be the biggest dork. Like, he starts (laughs) out by, like, being the biggest dick to Haley, and he's, like, talking about his pubic hair and how he's all that and a bag of potato chips. And then at the end, it's like, nope, nope, he's not badass at all. Nope. I think... uh, Toshi even is like you are like just sorry, yeah. I'm I, I'm fine with it because you know it's a pilot episode. It's like no, the characters weren't all final. They changed the characters every other season just because that's kind of show it as a comedy show. Yeah, like <laughs> the the other person that makes a big change, like after is Roger. Roger doesn't start out. He he just seems like that. Annoying, that flam- effeminate flamboyant alien who lives yeah, in the attic. The flamboyant alien, but not like. Wheels in the Leg Man, or, or Scott Bingington, King of Spring Break. Yeah, the persona like, things. He, he changes quite a bit. Um, I guess it is a lot of layout for the story, though. They uh, also like stand. Dad, it's just toast. Maybe this time, Haley. Maybe this time. Stan also starts out as like the such a... He's like such a hard ass for like terrorism and oh we're on cor- cor- code orange or whatever. Something it is. may happen at some time, <laughs> some place <laughs> involving someone. Uh, that's that's one big thing that I noticed. He's changed. Like in the later episodes, it goes on to talk about how like he has never actually killed anybody and stuff like that. Which yeah, is... Episodes like that annoy people because like oh that, uh, that counteracts all these other episodes. It's like it's a comedy show. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you had to pick so it's a Seth MacFarlane show, is it not? Yes, yes it is. So, he seems annoying, but he makes a lot of people entertain and laugh and that could be the writers room, but you know, I got to say I like his work. Some people don't like A Thousand Ways to Die in the West, but people love Ted. Just, yeah. Just say. There, there's Ted, there's Thousand Days in the West, there's Family Guy, and there's American Dad. Cleveland Show. You can Cleveland never get the show. Cleveland Show. Maybe the Quagmire Show. No, no. Don't ever do that, please. And he's got that new uh, Star oh, Trek-esque Star Trek. show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Discovery, is it? I think that's the actual Star Trek show <laughs> is Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> Uno momento. I'm going to look this up. We're talking about American Dad, and we're ending up with Star Trek. But there's a lot yeah. of Star Trek references in American Dad, so I'd say it's a fair comparison, right? Well, look at Bullock. Is Bullock in the first one? Is he there? I can't remember. Uh, I watched that episode at the pretty much after the podcast and haven't watched it for the last six days. I know, so. neither have I. Um, Probably re- should have refreshed right away, but, you know, work. Uh, pilot oh, episode. TV show, yeah. Um, why isn't it coming up? 
Uh, I let's not worry about it. We'll just say Star Trek esque show. Yes, if you don't know what show it is, look it up. We got fucking Google <laughs> and YouTube now, <laughs> and YouTube now. Uh, so out of all of those shows, I everybody you can get mad at me later. Uh, I prefer to watch American Dad over Family Guy. There's a lot of people that say, "Oh, well, the jokes aren't as funny." And who's gonna get mad in this room? I've openly stated that several times. That American Dad is my favorite Seth MacFarlane show, and just just people even more, Futurama is my favorite Matt Groening show. Cause screw the Simpsons. Oh, exactly. Um, the Simpsons. Oh, they are. I I just read reviews on season twenty nine. Bring back Coco. I want Coco to be the showrunner and the writer and everybody. Yeah. Fire everybody else. Season twenty nine turned out. I think it got like a six, six on IGN, and I'm guessing that's like a, like a high level six. Is an IGN a game website? <laughs> yes, it is a game website, and you can go to IGN.com to uh, back check this. I'm not too sure. I leave that up to them. So, what else are your thoughts on pilot episode number one of American Dad? I liked it when I first watched it because Family Guy annoys me some days, and it's no, I don't know, it's not consistent. There's some episodes of American Dad that I don't like, but the pilot kicked it off, and I'm happy with American Dad. I love that show. I like that they changed like when when it first starts, like the first I think two seasons, they have the car. Or no car gag in it. Oh, you mean when they changed the intro and they went to HD and changed yeah. all the animation stuff? Yeah, I, I love the car intro. That's the only thing that I missed. Like, and I was like, oh, I always thought they had that. <laughs> I, I did. I, I looked and I was like, where's the car intro? That changed when they went to HD and reanimated the whole opening. Oh, okay. Well, it's still. Uh, it's it's nice to see how far they've came along, in such a sh- wow how many seasons are they at what now 10 or 11 close get ready to flip me my keys as i leave to work every day yeah <laughs> yeah exactly stan? thank you stan <laughs> francine stan let some coyotes <laughs> this is about global warming you know but but the show is con like consistently good like i even when they left fox to go to comedy or whatever they're on now it's still good it i I don't care. I still enjoy them. So it, do I. I'm just. It still has the same humor. Like I don't think McFarlane's even part of it anymore. Is he? He voices most of the cast. Yeah, I know, but as a director, I don't think he's part of it because he's left Family Guy now. He's no longer part of Family Guy's cast. He, or not he, cast. Sorry. Uh, di- he doesn't write the episodes. What I was about to say. That's, that's what I was going <laughs> They replace everyone on the cast. He's 90% of the cast and he's not in it anymore. They found a guy who sounds exactly like Peter Griffin and he does the voice now. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's probably different now compared to when they first started. Like The first two seasons are pretty solid. Uh, they flesh out the characters really well. Yeah, I know, but... As long as I'm going to get a weird antidote that happened last night before everything went to, or not last night, last work night before everything went to, in a handbasket. Um, we were discussing Seth MacFarlane shows in the lunchroom at the very start, and we noticed that there's finger bang jokes in every 
show that he makes and it usually follows bang 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 these fingers are good for lots of things finger bang and then you know Roger does it to Klaus and Klaus like ooh I didn't like it at first but <laughs> but it's growing on me and then same thing Peter Chris everyone they're all finger banging then Meg joins in and nobody likes the finger banging anymore <laughs> we're <laughs> thinking but was there a Cleveland show version of that no one could tell but I you know. <laughs> think that there was I think Rilo and uh, uh, what's the What's Tubby's name? Cleveland Jr. Cleveland Jr. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Rilo and Cleveland Cleveland Jr. have a a finger bang war. <laughs> so we noticed there's a consistent theme of finger bang. <laughs> we're gonna bang, have, bang, 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 bang. We're gonna have to check out the space one and see if they have a finger bang joke in that because that'd be great. Yeah, like I said, pilot episode. Getting back to it, I enjoyed it overall. I would give it a. 4.5 ghosts out of 5. If you don't know what he's referring to, our rating system is the ghost system from Destiny. Five ghosts <laughs> is a perfect ghost. So, for me, I would give it... You know, it's solid, but it's not quite where it is now. I would give it a 3.5 ghosts out of 5. He's just doing that because he doesn't like old school animation. <laughs> No, I do. I do. I've really enjoyed it. Like, if you look on my shelf, I have season one to six of Family Guy. Um, but he's also got Scooby-Doo movies, so, yeah. I have little children. <laughs> That's why, Bob. Okay? He's lying to you. These are old Scooby-Doo movies, not the new ones. <laughs> They're on VHS. What do you say? What's that? What's VHS? Well, it's like a Betamax, but different. <laughs> Laserdisc? You'll have to learn, hipster. You'll have to learn. All my movies are on Laserdisc. You know, unrelated thing, but I ordered the uh, collector's edition for Halo 1 when it came back out. I ordered the soundtrack, and I wasn't paying attention. I have this giant vinyl record now. It's a green vinyl record for Halo. And I was like, wow. I really got to sober up when I'm shopping online. (laughs) That's pretty cool, though, that they would actually go out and do that. That's pretty cool. So there's, uh, I think it's like 21 minutes it's your average pilot the it's crazy when you watch it though because it's not you can't make it widescreen on the tv at least i couldn't through netflix <laughs> i watched it on netflix that is they also uh i don't know the the characters aren't drawn right a lot of the time i see he's like, complaining about them being steve's, off model steve's neck there's one where his neck is like it looks like it's like four feet long and then he has like a little tiny body in one scene and it just caught me off guard as I was watching it. it. It was pretty funny. Like, I'm sure every single pilot has that. Look at, like, this. Pretty much every single animated show before yeah. the animators get into the groove because everything's going to be off model. It, yeah. It happens. Look at the South Park <laughs> one where they did it with construction paper and glue. I love South Park. He does. I prefer Team America. America, fuck yeah. Okay, <laughs> so. This isn't Hollywood, Gary. <laughs> I guess that kind of <laughs> covers most of uh, our episode one of Family Guy talk, unless Bob has something else to add to it. I think we were talking about American Dad, not Family Guy. Oh, so we're I not guess... editing that out. Keep that in. <laughs> so I guess that ends our talk on American Dad season one, episode one. What do you want to talk about now? Well, let's go on to the movie we're going to review, which is Shin. Godzilla, or Godzilla, whichever you want. Godzilla. As 
you may come to know if we continue doing this, I'm kind of a big Godzilla fan, probably the biggest in the valley. And uh, let's get Very Scott's big. perspective on this movie before I say anything. So, I just finished watching it. How many Godzilla movies have you seen before this? Two, maybe three. And one of them's 2014, the American one, right? Yeah, and the one is the other one with Matthew Broderick. That's... Oh, the second American one. <laughs> and then this one. So he's watched two American Godzilla movies and one Japanese Godzilla movie. He is the perfect person to talk about this. Scotty, <laughs> give us your feelings. What are we going to talk about first? Give us some framework. Okay. So uh, overall, like, I think that you had told me that Godzilla was a guy in a suit in this one. No, or... there was originally they were going to be just using a giant prop for him, but it didn't work right. So then they have a couple of models and the suits like a CGI suit. They it's like when they do Kong or anybody and they have the markers on people. Oh, okay. And they do it so it's like mocap. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense because he does he he walks really stiffly, and uh, they did that intentionally. I really like his transformations. Uh, before the pot we started this, I was telling Bob about uh, there's a scene where he's like, I don't know, dinosaur Godzilla. If that makes sense. He's like walking on all fours almost. And he like, it looks like he's humping a building at the start. And then it switches to this family in this apartment building. And they're like, oh my God, honey, we really need to get going. And then the building collapses and these little kids are screaming and stuff. And it's like, well, if the monster was humping the building already, I don't think I would be telling my wife to hurry up. So that aside, uh, it was, it a one hour and 50 minute runtime. there is a lot of politics in the movie it's a black comedy okay. and a monster movie it's also a commentary on the japanese government system there's a lot of government talk and like they're like flashing to papers and stuff and i go what the hell i quite enjoyed that did you you like the flash to flash paper I enjoyed this movie a lot. I'll get into it later. I'm going to let Scott talk before I yammer on. <laughs> okay, so that was that was kind of shitty. Like, I, I really wanted some... Like, I understood, like, oh, no, the president's dead. Prime uh, Minister. Prime Minister. Uh, yeah. So after a while, they get into, like, Godzilla's tearing through town, and he's going really slow, and then they figure out, oh, shit, he has to go back to the water to cool off. So in that time, they, like, get all their joints of staff together, and they're trying to figure out stuff. Uh, the, the one, I think it's the prime minister's like, there's nothing to worry about. It's fine. He's gone back to the ocean. And, like, 30 seconds later, the, the guy walks on the stage, and he's like, prime minister, well, it, it's on land now. And the guy, he's like, oh, my God, you made me look like a complete liar. He's like, we told you not to do that. I, I like to point out that Scott watched the dub version. I've only watched this different subbed version. Just pointing that out. So there may be a little bit of discrepancy. I don't know. I haven't watched the dub. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's, yeah. I I can't read dub and it because it'll drive me nuts more than anything. Uh, so on and on it goes. Like, I really enjoyed the transformations. I really thought that was really cool. Like, the way he, like, splits apart and, like, gets taller and stuff um the only thing that bugged me out was his eyes he's got like 
it looks like marbles for eyes. That's like one of the very first shots of him. It's just his eyeball, and he's like all winking and yeah. Once again, that was specific choices, so you know you don't like it. But it's not like they did that just because they couldn't do anything else. Oh, I understand that. It's just like as a person watching. People say he looks like a scary Muppet sometimes. Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> like for a first time watching it, that was just like because I haven't watched any of the. I've watched like the big budget blockbuster Godzilla's, I guess. Like that, they want to make it look as realistic as possible. And I understand you were telling me that they're not going for that. They want to have some sense of the classic. 70s, 60s Godzilla? Quick question. When was the first Godzilla movie made? I don't know. 67? Try earlier. 47? Try later. 57? Let's get rid of the 7. 50? <laughs> 19? What, whatever. Just got to look it up later. I'm not going to say it right now. I'll leave you guessing. <laughs> so, I guess that's a, a choice that they made. It was to pay homage to the actor in the suit. Is that correct? That's uh, one of the things that was said. I haven't read all the uh, additional art books because I've, I bought it, but it's just kind of sitting there. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. Uh, it's different for me just because I'm not a super Godzilla fan. I, I really like the Kong movies. We'll, we'll review that maybe next time. It's nice. I like the contrast between Kong and Godzilla. Uh, so it was really neat the way that they did take down Godzilla, though. Like, like I love it when they bomb him. They bomb the piss out of him. And they're like, oh, my God, he's still standing. I guess from the dub version, everything sounds like a joke to me. <laughs> Once again, I have yet to watch the dub. It, it's, it's not very good. Like, they even dub over the American actors' voices. And I'm sure that they're speaking in American. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I thought so. And, and they <laughs> dub over it with these like terrible, terrible like voices. And I'm like, well, that was unnecessary. Funimation did the release for the DV or Blu-ray. I got you, wasn't it? That you took. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is Funimation. They dubbed everything. So after they bomb him, he fucking goes nuts. <laughs> there is purple rays of everything shooting everywhere there's flames he's just taking out mofuggers uh and then he he hardens is that what he he burns out all of it he because he has to go back to the ocean to cool down but he doesn't get a cool down so he kind of like overheats no that that what, he, by the time by the time he comes back in his fully evolved stage he's got enough cooling vents that he can stay on land he runs out of power so he just kind of he's like powers go so he powers down they finally come up with it's to me it, like it sounded like there was liquid nitrogen pretty much it's a coagulating agent for his blood I don't, like well, I, don't, I haven't watched the dub did they say they're gonna pump full they, of coolant well they they say it's a coagulation agent and then it says oh godzilla's core temperature is down to one negative 198 degrees so uh, it seems like it's just like liquid nitrogen but that's that's wrong. <laughs> so they pump him full of it, and then at the end was really weird. And I really liked it because it was really cool. Like there was like these little demons on him, and they were like I 
think that they were little Godzillas. I could be wrong. I I, I don't know. But they looked fucking ballin'. I like to point out, like he's pointing out, this is not a regular Godzilla movie. It was directed by Mr. Crazy Old Hidekiano of Evangelion fame, as everyone would know. And that's Scotty's reaction. He has no idea of any of this, and this is how he feels. So, I'm just telling you, some people like it. <laughs> so, I'm going to I'm gonna give it my, uh, I'm going to give it a star. Or not a star. Should we do stars for movies? I'm doing ghosts. Okay, I'm not we'll do ghosts. Up. Okay, so for ghosts... <laughs> I would have to say it is, ooh, we could do like a Dinklage Ghost, or we could do North Ghost. Nolan's. Or Nolan? Yeah. Nolan North. Oh, yeah, but we, yeah. we go Nolan's and Dinklers. Nolan and Dinklage. I would give it, wait, which one's going to be better? Is the Dinklage better or worse? I would say worse because they kicked him. Yeah, but that's because he was too popular and so they I couldn't guess get we him could back. Do, yeah, I guess. That, uh, that witch came from the moon. I, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was a wizard. I would give it probably four north ghosts and like a two and a half for Dinklage ghosts. A rating system would confuse anyone. That's right. Well, and least, that's what I was going for. At least mine makes, you know, it's okay. got an analog. So, but yeah, okay. No, we'll just say altogether, if I was to just do nolan or just do one ghost uh i would give it a three three ghosts uh, maybe three and a half i really like those things on his tail at the end <laughs> don't know what they were and that is my review on shinko gojila don't do that <laughs> gojila that's how they say it they, there was a j they're like no this is how we say it in japan and americans say godzilla it's the dubbing is awful. Yeah, that does sound pretty terrible. I'm not gonna lie. They, That's they why I always spell it out: G O D I J Z Z L E. God G L. Is it G O G I R A? No, there is a J. I know. I just G O R I J A. I I don't know. It was brutal. We'll just go with that. Okay, so Bob, tell me your thoughts on Shin Godzilla. Okay, when I heard this movie was coming out, I went cuckoo cocoa bananas, and uh, I looked at vacation time, and I realized I could get time to go off and see it while it was in the theaters, and since I had seen every Godzilla movie I could, domestically that was released, like I saw 98 in theaters, I saw 2000 in theaters, and I saw everything else on DVD and Blu-ray up to the point where 2014 came out. And I saw that a couple times in the theaters once a uh, day before my birthday. And then when it was released on my birthday, that's right. I got to go see it a day before at a theater that I'm not going to mention for reasons. <laughs> and uh, after that point, I'm a fan, you know. So I decided I was going to see every movie I could possibly see in theaters. I'm going to go for that goal. So I went and saw it. At the end of September, start of August, went and got to see it right in Shinjuku. And uh, I watched it. I had really bad jet lag because I got off work, flew to Tokyo, got into my hotel, went across town on the train, and then I went, missed the show at 7 o'clock and had to get the show at 9. So I saw it in IMAX and I was pretty messed up, but I loved it. And then I watched it again in Osaka and I 
I'm a fan of Godzilla. I'm a fan of the different take. Scott's like, what different take? Isn't he always like that? <laughs> Sorry. I'm, yeah, I haven't watched a lot. But, uh, I quite enjoyed all of the movie, all of the comedy, the black comedy, all the politics, the allegories for what happened. I think it is an art form in and of itself, but my point where I lost it, and I absolutely lost it, I had to control myself in the theater so other patrons would enjoy it, is when they brought out the WA-1200 loaders. When they're going after Godzilla with a bunch of Komatsu loaders, I was losing it. Because in our mind, we have a WA-1200, it features the breaker pocket, and it's built like a rock. You know, it does it's, it, it doesn't it does not blow up. It's a workhorse, but when it finally does go, it's catastrophic because yeah, you can abuse it and abuse it and abuse it. When it finally does break, that's it's done. And seeing a bunch of Commando W twelve hundreds fighting Godzilla, it like my buddy worked for a dealership company. He had pretty much the same reaction when he saw it that was our high point of the movie not the destruction scene not the blue lasers not the drone scene coming after godzilla with loaders i said i would like to call this godzilla versus the wa 1200s <laughs> my only nitpick with this whole movie after everything i the design is fine the music's great i love the classic themes i love the evangelion themes even though people are annoyed by that i love that there's evangelion music th- used in I this movie i thought that the music was really good in it like they had like a really sense of like ambience when, like, he's walking and stuff. I, yeah, sorry. Also, another thing I just wanted to point out, the the Chinese guy, or Japanese guy with the towel was amazing. As, sorry. like, uh, <laughs> I gotcha. But you, you only listen to the dub. You gotta hear it in some. <laughs> one day I will sit down and I will listen through but, uh, sub. But, uh, like, our one nitpick was that the uh, German hydraulic shovel somehow got into position. There's no way they could move that fast. That, 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 that just took me out of the whole movie. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was ready to walk out of the theater at that point. I was like, I, I can't. I, I can accept Godzilla mutating, being invincible to all forms of damage, to everything else. But those those hydraulic shovels moving that fast, I was like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Mic drop. So I would give this movie easily above a four out of five. It's got its flaws. I can recognize them, but I don't feel like discussing them because I love it, even though it's not perfect. Also, um, the Seth MacFarlane show is called Orville. Okay, so that's... That's Shin Gojira, or Godzilla, however you want to say it. I always go with Godzilla, even when I'm in Japan, which really confuses people because I'm like, Y'all got some Godzilla Blu-rays? Because the people people at Tower Records just look at me like, Huh? You go home now, die. You go home. <laughs> With the advent of legendary 2014 and Shin Godzilla, there's a lot more merchandise in Tokyo, and I'll probably be going there in just a couple weeks. I'll get Scott something horrible. Yay, horrible stuff. <laughs> there was... Uh, when I, I found it really funny. Like There were some like really funny spots in that movie. Uh, I don't know if they were supposed to be, but like, there's a part where they're all like together. There's like a, a group of trying to figure out how to kill Godzilla, and the one guy just loses it. He's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" Yeah, I think that's uh, it, it might be a case of the dubbing problem. I know, which is terrible. 
if that is the case. Because uh, if that's the scene, like he flips out and grabs the laptop. The laptop. And yeah, yeah, over. exactly. Well, that's when they're realizing that you know I can't remember that exact scene. It's either he's realizing that Godzilla himself is emitting the radioactivity because he's a living nuclear reactor and they're confirming that together yeah after after making fun of the female biologist saying that he he couldn't be nuclear powered yeah so they (laughs) it just it was weird so like now that you're giving me the feedback on it it's weird how they went about it the dub version like you said, the Funimation—they're notorious for bad dubbing. I'm well, guessing. Well, they're 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 the go-to company these days for Dragon Ball and other things. Oh, but so not not everyone's happy because other groups used to do it differently. I guess they just not be divisive about it properly. That's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Go back to bed, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> At least they don't eat cookies in the bed. <laughs> You're scaring me, Bert. You're scaring me, Bert. <laughs> So, the next thing I'd like to talk about is something that, uh, it's a kind of a video game thing that's been coming up a lot lately, and you used to see it in, like, mostly free-to-play games, and it's the loot box system. Uh, I don't know, like, Destiny has it now, with the bright engrams, kind of, or not, Eververse, Silver Dust. Yeah, you can use them to buy the bright engrams, or you get them one per level. So, you get that and it gives you a loot box like they say it's an m gram but it's a loot box realistically so you get that it's a drop you get say six seven different items from it or you can buy them there's a bl- there's a blue one it costs 900 silver which is probably what ten dollars game currency uh 100 for six you say i think that's right yeah so whatever it is but like more and more games are coming out with this loot box system uh i just saw a big oh, article microtransactions yeah a big article about uh, nba 2k18 they have a loot box system now and it is literally almost broken the game so if i'm paying 79.99 for a game in canada i do not want to have to pay more money to progress in the game and that's what i guess nba did um another game that has it overwatch it's all cosmetic in Overwatch, at least. But you're still playing to get those loot boxes because you want to look different. Um, another game that just did it again. Uh, what the hell was it? Uh, Forza 7, I just heard. So now, to unlock certain stuff, you have to build up and get a loot box. Like, before this was a free-to-play thing, if they're going to f- make me pay get these it's kind of bullshit uh shadow of mordor there's another one that's that's like five brand new games that have just came out that have a loot box system well i think that's the way things are unfortunately going to be going is that everyone wants the microtransactions to get more of the good stuff well it's just the company trying to make more money like in shadow of war i guess it is literally you pay to play or pay Pay to to win win. that's what it is uh what happened what do you do if it starts doing that to Destiny or other games that you play? Like, do you think that it should be like this? Like, you see a lot less of, like, the just a single-player experience anymore. Destiny is a game that punishes single players, and I'm a single player. I'm like an abuse housewife. I just keep going back for more. <laughs> no! 
I'm not making light of the plight of abuse housewives. Do not stay. Yes, he is. He said he's going to go beat women at the women's shelter. That's unrelated to anything to do with housewives. <laughs> they owe me money, and I'm going to get it one way or the other. Leroy Jenkins. I think that's where it started, though. It was Warcraft. I believe Warcraft had boxes you could buy to start. I'm just, I don't know. We, you could probably easily research it, which we probably should have done before the podcast if we were going to talk about it. But if, like, do you think it's fair to pay $79 for a game that you pay to win? I suppose the argument, and this isn't my personal feelings, but the argument is no one's forcing you to play a game. No, but if I spend $79 and I want to be able to beat the game uh, without having with without having other people being able to beat it a lot quicker than me paying more money. I don't think that should be a thing. Like, uh, I really enjoy Overwatches because, like I said, it's purely cosmetic. I, that's one thing I've never understood is one of our friends goes on and on about playing a... I'm, I'm not going to say the game, but... Uh, they get weapon skins, and people are paying real money for these weapon skins. Like, absurd amounts of money for the weapon skins. Oh, it's CSGO? It, <laughs> I've never... We're not supposed to rag on these things, so just leave it vague. <laughs> no, I don't care. Hey, if there's a weapon system for that, and or a buying system for that, that's different, though, because those are not pay-to-win. Right? So oh, if you're playing... It's cosmetics. If you're paying Counter-Strike... And I have an AK-47, you have an AK-47, you have a blah, blah, blah skin that's worth $200, and I don't, our guns are exactly the same still. Makes me wonder why people pay $200 for it. I know, it makes no sense to me either. <laughs> but you're not seeing the coolness of it, guys. You're going to spend $200 and buy a gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, I just can't. These microtransactions, I think, are killing gaming. You think so? I, if there's a game, like, I am a big UFC fan. I love the UFC games. He likes to watch semi-naked men roll around on each other oiled up. And he's always concerned why I'm concerned to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the UFC games. I like the hockey games. Um, and they have the hut system, which is cards, right? There you go. There's another pay-to-win thing yes you can play a million matches and get one pack of cards but you're still doing a million matches where somebody who has the money like i make good money you make good money but i don't want to have that on record so i'll refute it no we don't make good money yeah, we don't make good money i'm a three foot oh wait the camera's on us i can't lie about my no. height so it's so they uh i just i don't know it gets it Halo did the same thing, and it kind of burnt me out off on Halo. You, you can't just have uh, pay to win. It just Halo, Halo did that for firefight mode, and I played the campaign, and I looked just like and everything's like you say it's a ba it's card based. So yeah. you play some matches, you get like one pack, and then you have to open it up. Oh, you want more packs? You can do this. They also took all the armor skins I liked out, and yeah. it's just like thanks for nothing, Halo. I guess I'll be playing Destiny. So they take it out, like they'll give it to you, and then they'll take it out. Like, uh, I haven't played it. Uh, uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. They also have a loot box system. Other thing though that's nice about it, 
is that it is just cosmetic. I don't have the problem with the cosmetic stuff, but I I haven't played NBA 2K18, but I guess there is a point in story mode where you literally cannot, almost cannot pro progress without paint. There's a story mode in the basketball game? You would not believe. <laughs> FIFA also did a story mode. Very good. Um, the other one that did it is uh, NBA. Uh, the story modes are really good. Like, way better than I ever imagined. I, I, would, I didn't buy hockey this year because I want a story mode for NHL. And, uh, yeah, the last three NHL games have been the exact same NHL games. And you're like, they're bigger. No. Sorry. Anyways, off topic. Well, then, uh, do you have any other things to talk about to do with this microtransaction bullshit? No, as such, I don't know. I just like it, like I say, we have okay paying jobs. So, uh, if there's cosmetics I really would want, like, I have bought some. I think I bought 10 bright engrams. So, say. I didn't get anything good out of it. All the bright engrams I've got good stuff out of are the ones I've leveled up at. So it's like, why did I buy those bright engrams? Yeah, exactly. And Destiny, it it is all... The only thing I guess... Bros aren't cosmetic. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, the only thing you could say that isn't tech... That could actually boost you are the medallions, I guess, in Destiny. And the Kuros. Well, they can't... SRL's coming back. You know it's coming back. No, but I mean, like, the, the medallions <laughs> actually, like, can give you uh, experience boost. Yeah, I never, so, I never look at her, but you get that with bright dust, right? Yes, with the dust. So you can get the dust by dismantling stuff you don't want. No, I, I just, got, uh, that's just for these engrams. I know, I'm, I, so I'm just saying, it's like, I, I, I get bright dust. I got tons of, I never buy the medallions. Yeah, so I, I'm not too sure how, how exactly that one works. Um. But yeah, I really enjoy that Destiny is just... Except for Sparrows. <laughs> Except for Sparrows is just cosmetic. But the Sparrows, unless it's got guns on it, it's not really helping any. Uh, well, it gets you places a little quicker, I guess. You wait till SRL comes out again, and then you'll be changing your tune real quick when I'm beating you down with my magic lancing, Sparrow. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so, for the final part of the show, do you want to go through... The newest eight games on Xbox Live. Take her away, Scott. Okay, so we'll start with a uh, Neo Geo has uh, Burning Fight. All those Neo Geo games—they are bringing them back hard. Um, it doesn't look overly great, <laughs> like any of them. Just looks like a beat 'em up shooter or beat 'em up walk around. The next one is Firefighters Airport Fire Department. So this is like, where is, is game are games going? This see, I I like that because we could substitute that for training. Yeah, I'm an amateur firefighter. Also, it's it's so painful. All the teachers are gonna suffer. We got battle grrrra, grrrra. I don't know. It appears to be some sort of overpriced flight simulating game. Like a flight thing. I don't know why we're doing this. This is three games. Then there's Syndrome. Some sort of shooter. A FIFA game, which Scott would enjoy. FIFA a, a Forza game, which Scott would enjoy. 
a Hunter Call of the Wild game with Scott okay. Wooden. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure he's gonna buy Hunter Call of the Wild. I could be totally wrong. I'm honest here, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna buy that one. Just just my kind of game. Also, there is Cuphead that finally came out. I guess that one's like been in development for like four years. Why did it look like Felix the Cat with the ears cut off? That's that was the aesthetic they were going for. They wanted it to look old timey. I guess that's really hard. Uh, IGN News Group. I was reading an article today. Uh, they gave it a 18 out of 10. So, but look at the one on the left. You put a hat with cat ears on it. That's Felix the Cat right there. Oh, it's totally <laughs> Felix the Cat. It's it's a knockoff. Well, it might not be a knockoff, but I've heard I've heard good things about it. So I guess this is going to be my hundredth podcast. Uh, you can get a load of us on Twitter at Shout out to you.